Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, Dustin Lynch will be by later, but first, let's do a get to know you. Here's the question Who was your first celebrity crush? I think back. Oh, I got mine. Who was your first celebrity crush? Eddie, go ahead then. Kathy Ireland. She was just like a swimsuit model, I think. And then she did Unnecessary Roughness. Dude, that's when I fell in love. Yeah. That's when I fell in love with her. My friend Evan loved Kathy Ireland. Yeah. But, was, like, I, I don't know where she is now. I haven't seen a picture I think or anything. I doing like furniture or something, like selling a line of furniture. Oh no, she's selling furniture now. No, I mean that's a good thing. I think she works like homes for us or something. Or she's like, like she sp- works there. No, 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 Eddie, you're getting it all wrong. <laughs> she's the endorser. I think she's like, like oh, yeah, 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 the celebrity. Yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. it get better. Yeah, yeah. Lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. Man, it was. I had a lot of them. Gosh, I I would have to say probably Cindy Crawford and those Pepsi commercials. Ooh. She had that mole, and it was just like, wow, she was so hot and standing there holding that Pepsi bottle. So what were you doing with your hands? <laughs> and the mole is what you go to? I'm just saying, it was there. Yeah, you just remember it. Like, she was so smoking hot. Okay. Ah, oh, man. Hmm. Okay. Is that your answer? Yeah. Or you it, acted like you're about to eat. It okay. could have been uh, Alyssa Milano. It could have been Kelly Clark. Not okay, Kelly we're not going to do Kelly all Clarkson. of them. But Kelly Kapowski. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Amy, go ahead. Yeah, because mine's Zach Morris. Good. Saved by the Bell was like very popular, and then probably too little too old for me at the time. But Patrick Swayze. What about George Strait? Yeah, I don't know so that that's I now. I, that's oh, okay. just now, yeah, like I loved it, his music it. then, but I don't know yeah. that I was attracted to him like that. Uh, Danica McKellar, probably. Who's that? When I say who it is, you'll oh. know exactly. Oh, who it is. Winnie. Winnie Cooper. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. That's pretty solid. Alyssa Milano as well. But the, this the first thing that pops into my head was the, was Danica McKellar. Mm-hmm. Who ended up being like a? And she still is like a like a math, mathematician. But she's like, super smart. Yeah, like she does something in that world. And I saw her in a Christmas movie. Oh, Maybe like she's still acting. Yeah, like one of those like like Amy did. Morgan, who was your celebrity crush? <laughs> Kid celebrity crush. It would have been Justin Timberlake for sure. 
He was my first one because of NSYNC and when they came out. Ray, you? Yeah, Pam Anderson, man. That blonde hair, and she just had the whole package. And by package, you mean boobs? No, like personality. <laughs> oh. She had swagger to her. Like, she was really confident in her body, and I was like, that's what I want. Yeah, that's what he means boobs. Okay. That's what he wants. <laughs> Scuba Steve, you? Um, I was either a Brandy or Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's an interesting one. Oh. Yeah. She, yeah. She, she, she yeah, Moesha, she's our age, so I can see that too. Brandy on Moesha or Brandy the Singer? I, Brandy the Singer, sitting okay. up in my room, Brandy. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's the title. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I was like, oh, I mean, oh no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. It's a song, Eddie. Sitting it. up in my room. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little too graphic. You like, okay. <laughs> a little much. Mike, okay. what about you? Celebrity crush as a kid? The pain go from Boy Meets World. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. That could have been creepy, but it wasn't. <laughs> Let's open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My boyfriend and I have been dating about six months when I got a job halfway across the country. He helped me move and he's been to visit about once a month for a couple days, but it felt like we're slipping apart. I really love him. We talk about getting married one day, but I don't want the distance between us to cause us to fall out of love. How can I keep our romance alive when we live so far away from each other? Signed, Long Distance Leslie. I will speak from a place of experience that when I met my wife, we did not live in the same city and we did date long distance for a while. So it is a lot of work. You just have to figure out if it is worth the effort because it's a lot to keep this thing going until you find your place. I've often compared a long distance relationship to a hamburger. You got the bun, whatever that initial meet is. It could be that you live together in the same place for a year, five years, 10 years, a week, a summer, a day, who cares? You got the meet, that time you gotta spend apart as you're developing the relationship. But then you gotta figure out how to get that bun. You can't really live in the meet without knowing where that bun, that other part of that bun is. Interesting. So you have to identify that, that top layer of the bun. So are we, is our goal to, you move here, we move there. You can't just flail about out in the ocean without knowing if a life preserver is gonna come get you or if that other bun's gonna cover the bun. So my advice to you is, one, understand it's gonna be really hard. Yeah, it's gonna feel like that. You don't live in the same place. But two, talk to him about what his goals are mid and long term. And as long as you can get on the same wavelength, have the same plan, have the same goal, you can actually work towards it instead of just working, not knowing where that work is going. Because it's hard. But if it's worth it, it is very much worth it. Especially when your girlfriend or wife does all the flying in. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is that experience? What's up? What? Sometimes it, yeah. <laughs> it just depends on someone's situation. But Caitlin was nice enough to fly in. Yeah, well, You know what I think would be cool? I was on the road a lot. She would just come meet when I was working. Obviously, with long-distance relations now, like, there's... FaceTime and there's email and texting and like all these different ways to communicate quickly. But don't you think it'd be cool too to bring back like handwritten notes when you're if you're dating long distance and to get like <laughs> no, something God. in the mail? For weeks? No, 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 no. no. weeks. And we get a guy to hire him on a pony to ride across the <laughs> no, country. Weeks. It would arrive in the mail in a day or two. But like a thoughtful handwritten. Yeah, that's fun. Occasionally to get in the mail. I wrote. I would leave notes. I talked about it in my vows. I'd leave notes for my wife, handwritten notes, occasional. But I didn't send them in the mail. I like yeah. hit him in her luggage. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. But I didn't know. I'm too impatient to do that thing. 
Okay. Where I'm, I'm just saying. Nail it with a stamp. I feel like if Once I was... Watch one, know how it gets there. He'd be confused. Okay. It's crazy. No. No. Just an you guys idea. Over not. <laughs> so that goal you're go. talking about is eventually... If together. that's what it is, yeah. Be, how, how are we going to get back together? Yeah, because then what are you, wait, if you're never going to move here, I'm never going to move there. Right. Then why like, are we even doing it? Right. And also send nudes. All right, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We're about to get into Fun Fact Friday. And I got a couple that are just really interesting but aren't super fun. But I still like to share them. You're not going to hear it and go, that was fun. But you may share it later. <laughs> For example... You guys know Morse code? Yeah. So listen to this. After going on a trip and returning to find out that his wife had died and already had been buried, Samuel Morse was so inspired and he wanted to find a way to deliver messages promptly so others wouldn't have to feel that kind of pain where something happens and they have no way for it to get to them. So he developed Morse code so information could quickly be transmitted. That is so sad. I told you it wasn't fun, didn't I? Wow. But interesting. Had no idea. Next up, people in North Korea don't celebrate their birthdays on July 8th or December 17th since those are the dates when Kim Il-sung and Kim Jong-il died. So if that was your birthday, sucks for you. What? You lose your birthday. Not fun, but interesting. (laughs) And then one, two that we've done before that's interesting, and I've said this, we've said this, but just so you know, so if your kid says it, it's not that big of a deal. Balls to the wall is actually an aviation term. The control stick and some military planes have a grip that's shaped like a ball, and pilots would push it all the way to the wall to go as fast as possible. So they would say, put your balls to the wall. That is, because the other way doesn't make sense. No. Why would you do that? Yeah, like, <laughs> but that's what it is. Put the ball on the top of the, toward the wall. We kind of messed that up, though, because we use it dirty. I don't. I use it like a pilot. Yeah. I'm no, I use it like a pilot. That's what I said. <laughs> Around the room, Amy. So sign language has tongue twisters. They're called finger fumblers. And many who have practiced sign language over the years still fumble over certain sequences in ASL. And so it's just like we have our tongue twisters. They have finger fumblers. (laughs) My two finger fumblers are pat your head, rub your belly. That's tough to do. Hey, oh, 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 look at me. You're doing it. I'm doing it. Let me see if I can do the opposite. No, you can't. You're hitting your head. You can't. And oh, messed up. And then the other one's live long and prosper. Uh, Star Trek. I don't know what that's for. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Those are mine. Mm -hmm. Wait, what could I not do? Rub my head, pat my belly. You keep patting your head. Okay. No, I'm doing right now. Now you're doing the same. Okay, so now I'm patting my belly. Let me rub my belly. Pat your head. Go practice. You're better at that one. Hey, look at me. All right, Eddie, go. Uh, This is for you since you just got back from Italy. So spaghetti is the term of, you know, the dish with all the noodles, right? But did you know that one little noodle strand is called spaghetto? I did not know that. So spaghetti is plural of spaghetto, and that's what we call it. So like if you drop a, a, this piece of spaghetti out of the box, you say, can you pick up that spaghetto Correct. For me? Okay. Or if you like, like to just slurp the one. too long. It should just be called like a spag mm-hmm. or spaghetti or something. Because spaghetti and spaghetto, the plural should always sound like it's... The word should be more. So when you were over there, they didn't say like, oh, you want spaghetto. That'd be one piece of Lots spaghetti. Lots of spaghetto. They tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> would you like a meal of spaghetto? <laughs> well, yes, I would. And it's one noodle. <laughs> Got All it. Right, lunchbox. European bakers used to use urine to help bread rise before they discovered what yeast was. What? Who, who's uh, urine? Animal or human? The I bakers. Believe, I their believe, own? Yeah. Ooh. 
He's got flour, a little bit of pee. (laughs) I mean, how crazy is that? I'm glad we discovered yeast. (laughs) Yeah, thank goodness. I love yeast. Ooh, Uh, Morgan. You see one of those little turtles and you think, oh, that shell is so cute. It's their shell home. It's not true. If you remove a shell from a turtle, you kill the turtle. The turtles are their shells. You can't take off a shell of a turtle. It's part of their home. So it's connected to their body. Yeah, like there's no actual little body in there. Like it's kind of their head and their butt and then the shell is their body. And their guts are in the shell. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know people thought that they could just remove a turtle from... Well, you well, think there's like, like a little body in there and there's not. Some animals will leave, leave their uh, shell, snail. Yeah, hermit and, crabs. Yes. And go, so okay. I think people probably think that Like some a people, snail. Yeah. Got it. Or some people don't know that other things leave shells. I don't know. <laughs> and go to other shells. No. <laughs> Finally, that feeling you get when a word's repeated so much that you kind of lose the feeling for it. It's weird. You say spaghetto over and over again. Spaghetto, <laughs> spaghetto, or spaghetto. Looking spaghetto, at the spelling spaghetto. of something. Yeah, so what happens is when it kind of loses the meaning to you, it's called semantic satiation. It's when you keep repeating a word that your brain eventually just hears it as a sound and not the really association with what it was originally. And that happens to me sometimes. Like, I'll say a word or I hear a sound. I'm like, that didn't even feel right. I've done that with my name. I'm like, what is that? Eddie. Eddie. Like, it's just weird. Eddie. When Eddie. you do that, I feel like you're chanting for yourself Eddie. to get in the game. <laughs> it's just weird. Eddie. 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 Fact Friday. Yeah. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Isaac Taylor from Roseville, California, has been riding his bike to work for months. Eight miles to work, eight miles back. It's been rough. Because a few months ago, he got in a car wreck. His car got totaled. So that's all he's got. Isaac has six kids. He's a single dad. He's been doing it. Well, somebody spotted him riding to work. They got information about him. They said, you know what? I'm going to nominate him for a rides program. Something, One of those uh, nonprofits that give cars away. Well, he got it. And last week, he was given a 2019 Hyundai Elantra. He got the keys. He took his daughter. He got the car. He was so excited. So one daughter knows about it, but here he is talking about how he's going to take this home and the rest of his family's going to freak out. I'm going to pick her up in this from school today. They're not going to even recognize me. And I'm going to be like, over here, and I can just see her. She's going to run, and she celebrated when she saw the car. But I know the six-year-old is going to really be just like, yes, Dad, we got a car, we got a car. It's a great story. I can just see the jealousy welling up, though, in Lunchbox's eyes. Oh, oh, because no one... I mean, I have have three kids. I ride my bike to work, and not a single person has nominated me for anything. No, everybody knows my situation. He just situation. gets angrier as the story goes, but it's not the same situation. It, it is the not. same situation. I ride my. I you ride didn't my, get a car because you wanted to gamble in Vegas. I rode my bike to and from work, miles upon miles each way, to and, and from. But you chose up all and, of that. There was no accident. Up and down hills. Yeah. Up what about that hilly. And, oh man, you haven't seen that. How many miles? <laughs> it's like three miles. Three. Uh, yeah. Round trip. No. Oh, don't do that because then he'll be able to go. Like, no, of course not. No. Three, that's it's good. Okay, it's yeah, not the bike, same thing, like guys. No, and he chose. Lunchbox chose to ride his bike to work. Right. right. He Ooh. chose not to put a down payment on a car because he wanted to go and play blackjack in Vegas. Correct. Nobody. I mean, not one of you guys nominated me. Not one person on the road nominated me. Put a, put like a little tag on you. Nominate me for any program. Oh, is there any programs out there giving away cars? Yeah, I'm sure. sure. Buddy, yeah, sure. I got three kids. <laughs> That's not a lie. <laughs> I got a great job. Yeah, that's right. I got a great job, and I chose to ride my bike. Well, he probably has a great job. It sounds like I don't. It didn't sound like yeah, he has he's a security job. guard. Yeah, overnight. Eddie, thank you for that story. That's yeah, a good man. one. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for everyone's favorite game. Easy trivia! Amy, you're up first. Category superheroes. What superhero can fly and has a big S on their chest? Superman. Correct. Lunchbox, what superhero is bitten by a radioactive insect? Uh, Oh, Spider-Man. Correct. Morgan, what superhero turns big and green when they're angry? The Hulk. Correct. And Abby, what superhero is a vigilante who wears a cape and fights the Joker and the Penguin? 
Batman. Correct. Nobody goes home round one. Good job, everybody. Yeah. You all made it. Thank you. Now, if you do miss a question from here on out, you will hear this sound. You've been boned. You don't want to be boned. If Amy wins, she'll be the champion of this whole season if she has four wins. Morgan three, Abby two, Lunchbox two. Eddie, you're out because you yeah. got kicked out last round. Come on, Amy. The category is music. Easy trivia. Amy, before embarking on a solo career, Beyonce was part of what R&B group? Destiny's Child. Correct. Graceland Lunchbox is the name of what singer's Memphis home? Elvis Presley. Correct. Morgan, who was the first American Idol winner? Oh, uh... Mm. <laughs> is it Kelly Clarkson? Shoot. Kelly Clarkson. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Abby, what pop singer's favorite number is 13? Oh, Taylor Swift. Good job, everybody. Let's go to literature. Amy, Edward Cullen is a character in what book series? Edward is in Twilight. Correct. Lunchbox, what popular young adult book series sends tributes to participate in a televised competition in which they fight to the death? Hunger Games. Boom. <sighs> Morgan, what Nicholas Sparks book about a young socialite and her longtime crush was made into a movie starring Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams? Oh, The Notebook. Correct. Abby, in one of the most popular Dr. Seuss books, what won't Sam I Am eat? Green eggs and ham. Nice job, everybody. Oh. Let's roll. Come on. Easy trivia. The categories of the 2010s. What pop song, released in 2012 by Carly Rae Jepsen, became an internet sensation with its catchy chorus? Call Me Maybe. Correct. Lunchbox, what Netflix series, set in the fictional town of Hawkins, gained a massive following for its supernatural mysteries and nostalgic 80s references? Who what? I'll read it again. The category is 2010s. What Netflix series set in the fictional town of Hawkins gained a massive following for its supernatural mysteries and nostalgic 80s references? I'll just guess I don't... Stranger Things. Correct. Oh my God. <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> Who was one of the most popular music artists of the 2010s? They had hits like What Makes You Beautiful and Still My Girl. Oh, uh, that would be One Direction. Correct. Abby, in 2010, what technological device was introduced by Apple resembling a larger version of the iPhone? Oh, iPad. Correct. Wow, everybody is still in. Wow. Let's go. Around the globe! You're so stressed. <laughs> we are. Categories around the globe, Amy. Okay. What's the name of the world's largest ocean? Man, which one's the largest? What's the name of the world's largest ocean? I'm just going to have to guess. Atlantic. Incorrect. Dang it. Oh, okay. You've been it? It's the Pacific. Oh, I just, Whoa. it was tomato, tomato in my head. Ugh. Lunch is clapping so hard right now. Wow. Oh. Dang. What? I want to win. I know. That's a hard clap. Hands are going to be sort of... Woo! It did kind of hurt, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Dang. Lunchbox. Yep. Did you know that one, by the way? Yeah, I did know that one. Hey. What's the name of the world's smallest ocean? Oh, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that. <laughs> mm. How many oceans can you name? 
I don't want. I, what if the next question is an ocean question? That's yeah. a good question. Let me Smart. look. Let me look because I don't remember. They're, they're, they're not. The next two are not also, ocean questions. Okay. I can name four. I mean, I don't even know how many oceans there are. I can only name four. Okay. What, what do you think they are? Atlantic, Pacific, Arctic, and Indian. Those are only four oceans. Okay. And then what would you like to guess as your answer? Oh, there's the cat. No, that's Caspian Sea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a random one. Do you want to circle back? <laughs> yeah, I'll circle back. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a little break. Oh, I'm going to play, play, play a song. Don't look it up. Watch him. Okay. Why would I ever? I don't ever cheat at anything. Joker. You cheated everything if you can. I felt that. We're in the middle of easy trivia. We're circling back to Lunchbox. We gave him a second. Lunchbox, the question is, what's the name of the world's smallest ocean? Now, they made sure you didn't look at anything. Eddie's yeah. been watching. Mike's been watching. He's good. They have said, though, you were drawing oceans or something over there. <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was trying to draw a map, and then I was trying to draw... Do you want me to come back to you in this category, though? Yeah, so you can Can we circle back. back just on this category? That's cool. We'll circle back. All right. All right. Morgan, what's... Is that a yellow card? No. There some... Why'd you squeal? You're eliminated. Did you see something? No. Was there a mouse that ran through this? We just never circled back on Easy Trivia. I know. I like circling back with him for some reason. It's, he's the only one that circles back. You know, we, it's, it's, our, it's our thing. Sorry, it's just my reaction. Morgan, what's the name of the imaginary line drawn around the Earth that divides it into the northern and southern hemispheres? Oh, it's the equator. Correct. Abby, what's the world's sole uninhabitable continent? That is... That is Antarctica. Correct. Now we're circling back to Lunchbox here. Oh boy. Lunchbox, what's the name of the world's smallest ocean? Man. We gotta clock you here. Yeah, clock it. Gut tells me Indian. And your answer is? Indian. The answer is the our Arctic Ocean. Sorry. Oh. Cupid bone. That's okay. We circle back. We see. You know, here, here's what's funny. He's getting the hard clap. <laughs> getting the hard clap. Back. Wow. Back. Wow. Back. Here's the thing. Yeah. If I should have gone first, because since she said Antarctica, I was worried there wouldn't be two answers about that in the same category. Okay, so that makes no sense. Thank what? you. Yeah, We're, down We're down to two. We're down to two. Oh, man. <laughs> two things that start with an A? No, they're both Classic the same. Classic TV. Morgan and Abby, both of you guys still in. Uh, okay. Classic TV is the category. What actor comedian found fame in the TV show Mork and Mindy playing Mork? <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> actor and comedian in Mork and Mindy. Oh, gosh. I don't feel like it's any of the comedians I know. <sighs> Why is Amy dancing? Because I, I feel like now Abby might win, which is what we want. <laughs> uh, you, have less. you have an answer? Uh, no, Will Ferrell. Incorrect. Yeah. The answer is Robin Williams. Uh, okay. Okay. Abby, if you get this, you win. No pressure. Okay. What long-running TV show debuted in 1975 on NBC is still on the air? The first episode hosted by George Carlin. I'm going to read it again. What long-running TV show debuted in 1975 on NBC still on the air? And the first episode was hosted by George Carlin for the win, Abby. Hold on. Give me, give me a second. Circle I'm going to talk to her. Circle She's back. yelling at her brain. I hate you, brain. <laughs> got to circle back. Don't be stupid. A long, a TV show? Mm-hmm. I mean, ain't dancing so much right now, is No, she? I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> trying to send it to her through. Please send it I'm gonna, telepathically. I'm going to uh, read it one more time, then I'm going to okay. put you on the clock. Okay. What long-running TV show debuted in 1975 on NBC? Still on the air today. The first episode was hosted by George Carlin. 
This isn't Jeopardy. Uh, Jeopardy. Not, not right. That's incorrect. The answer was Saturday Night Live. Oh my! Uh, Your brain. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Guys, we're at sudden so, death. You'll get three oh. questions. Buzz in with your name. That's your okay. buzzer. Okay. Okay. Come on, Abby. No, oh, now of course you're not rooting for me. <laughs> He's rooting for me. Wow. Okay. He's rooting for himself, actually. Yeah. And you winning is best for him. Morgan, it's That's not what Morgan, Morgan doesn't understand that. Okay. Yes, she does. What? Yell your name as your buzzer. The category is America. What's the largest state by area in America? Morgan. Abby. Morgan. Alaska. Correct. Abby, are Too you slow? Too slow. I am. See, this is what happens Just when I actually put confidence in Abby. <laughs> Thank you. Next question. Fun with numbers is the category. How many days are there in the month of December? Abby. Morgan. Abby. 31. Correct. Dang. Whew. Oh, wow. We're coming down to the last one. <laughs> Ice, wow. Is this the last one? Last yeah. one. The category is outer space. Come on, Morgan. I'm so confused by you. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> he just wrote for himself and he needs you yeah. to win. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Not including Pluto, what's the farthest planet from the sun? Abby. Abby. Time, incorrect. But I will accept Mars and still incorrect. Okay. Morgan? Neptune. Correct, winner. Morgan got four points. Amy's got four points. Wow. Yeah. Amy's a hater, too. It's hilarious. All right. I'm a hater? <laughs> yeah, you were, da- you, were dancing. Right. you were dancing whenever she was about to lose. Well, I'm coming for that crown, Amy. Dang. I'm coming. I'm coming. Dang. Let's go. Wow. You can still win it. I know. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? I know. But really, can he? Yes. No, I don't oh, think it's so. sat on my head before. I don't know. <laughs> That's true, it does. All right, there you go. Easy trivia. Good, good round, everybody. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Last week, out in Los Angeles, police tried to pull over a Mercedes. Woo, woo. And Mercedes says, no, no, no. High speed chase. For over an hour on the freeway. And then the Mercedes is like, I think I'm going to lose them. I'm going to exit. Exits the highway. Oh, no, there's traffic. Starts going up on the sidewalk, driving. And there's a guy in a silver pickup truck. And he says, what is this guy doing driving on the sidewalk? And so he pins him in with his own car. Ooh. A good Samaritan living out. Does the, guy, does, he, does the guy crash into him? No, he just can't go anywhere. He's okay. trying to, mm-hmm. like, he's stuck. And police, or you know, tell the Samaritan, get out of your car. Samaritan, get out. <laughs> and so he gets out of his truck, and that's when they come in and apprehend the suspect. Mm. This is something I've thought about a lot. Yeah. Wanting to be part of a high-speed chase and stopping someone. Risky. That's why he follows behind. When he sees something bad and he calls 911, he follows. Like He does that to get on the air. Yeah. I think that's a bit to him. No, though. no, no. I, I follow just to be, I want to help. I want to do something. I want to solve yeah. it. Yeah. But have you ever? I uh, solved what? Have I ever solved anything? <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, when there's a high speed chase and you're putting yourself in it, and it worked out this time, you're, you don't know whose life you're putting at risk. Right. It's almost, I'm glad this worked out this time, but it's almost like, hey, let the experts do the expert thing so nobody dies. Well, because yeah. I, I remember when I was in Austin and I was at the light on William Cannon and Brody, and I look in my rearview mirror and there's a high speed chase and they're coming up in oh, the right. Oh, you got him, hon. No, no, they're oh, coming. What you up, do? What you do? They're coming up in the right hand lane. And I'm and then like, you, 
In my head, I'm like, should I just... No, no, you, what, what no, you, no. no. In my head, I said... You blocked him? Yeah. Would you, uh, let me tell you what I did. <laughs> you guys won't let me finish my sentence. I thought... I should pull my Nissan Sentra, this one I had a Sentra, yeah. over into this lane, and then, and then you, he has nowhere to go. Then you did what? I watched him drive by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying through the red light. that's light. good, because other people could have been hurt. Yeah, or he could have crashed into You made into the right you. decision. Yeah. Yeah, he could have crashed into me. I didn't think about that. You made the right decision. Thank you. A great story. <laughs> Glad it worked out. Thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.